Hi, this is C. Gabriel with Mythic Deviant. Today, a cultural myth. Us and them. And today, lots of questions. First, life is not fair, not in the conventional sense of the word. Under no circumstances am I saying that it is. There are absolutely external conditions that are not equal. Our cultures and communities distinctly and arbitrarily privilege attributes and gifts fairly randomly. But within each of our lives, we make our own decisions, including decisions regarding how much power we will take on ourselves and how much power we'll leave on the table. Humanity's greatest strength is our ability to work together. It's how we made our way to the top of the food chain. Frankly, when left alone, most animals are superior to a single human. But when we work together, we rise together. We create awesome us's so that we can confront powerful thems. But each of us, on every side of every conflict, knows that we're the good guy, and we need to find someone else to be them. And this is where the problem lies. Most thems are scapegoats. When we think that others are undermining us, we deny our responsibility to protect ourselves. When we think that others are being heartless, we turn away from the ways that we are being exclusionary. We concentrate on the things we can't control so we won't have to deal with the ones we can, so that we don't have to face that we are fallible and that we have work to do. We don't want to know that we're human, ever-evolving, and never perfected. But why? When did it come, become a crime to be human? Why did we develop a cultural myth that we should be perfect? Somewhere along the line we forgot that we're mortal, that life is an experience, not an outcome, that the goal is to be good, maybe even great, but never perfect. Perfect things can't change, and things that can't change are dead. In ancient Greece, one's legacy was to be one's afterlife. People had responsibilities to ensure that they were well-remembered for their courage, dedication, or wisdom, how well they walked their journeys, not what their destinations were. Unlike us, they took responsibility for what they could control, their own behavior. We now uphold a false myth that leads us to try to control that which we cannot control, each other, at the expense of what we can control, ourselves. So how do we allow for an ever-evolving, changing reality without calling it bad, without thinking it's a failure, without consciously or unconsciously blaming ourselves or others? How do we accept that we are both our problems and our solutions? Every issue we encounter is one we created by being who, where, and when we are. And how do we get and maintain the courage and the stamina to face and address these problems? Because we each also carry every solution, and we can only access it when we're clear and strong enough to look deeply into ourselves to find it. And right now, we really need those solutions. The only things that are truly against us are the parts of ourselves we cannot face. The only things that are truly for us are the parts of ourselves that we can embrace and live up to. How do we see and acknowledge our darkest gifts so that we can wield them in service to our greatest light? How do we recognize what we can do and stand up and do it? How do we work together as us without undermining our own power by blaming them? We each have a different issue, a different circumstance, a different gift, and so we will each have a different answer. But right now, we need those answers. Please consider.